0: This episode of the Managing Major Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you, and you can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. And all you have to do is just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, And then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to Managing Madrid podcast listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash managingmadrid. That's betterhelp.com slash managingmadrid. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring the Managing Madrid podcast. Nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. Wonderful lads that do a great job there. And worth reading about that man there. Karim needs to rest. numbers reveal why. Times ended up almost looking like a 6 3 1. Some very good writing about that on the Managing Madrid website. great podcast as well. Valverde was a huge part of the equation. Welcome to another edition of the Daily Dose, a new-ish segment on the Management Podcast designed to give you a little bit of content on days we don't have podcasts, and it runs between 5 and 10 minutes, and I've struggled every time so far to keep it to 5 minutes. That's my goal, but it's probably never going to happen unless there's literally no news at all. So I'm going to hit you with a quick, uh, well, a few quick bits of news slash just opinions and things that are on my mind today in the Real Madrid universe. Uh, in about 12 to 14 hours, I'm going to be uh, hopping on Zoom to join the Managing Madrid podcast, podcast that's happening live in Mumbai, which Om Arvin is spearheading. And uh, that, that will be up, I think, tomorrow night at some time, but... Congrats to everyone who is in Mumbai. My heart is with you. Uh, obviously, I can't be there, but I wish I was there. But I will come. I'm going to come within the next year or two. As you guys all know, there were some logistical issues and barriers that prevented me from leaving Canada and going to India at this specific time. Uh, but alas, I look forward to joining you guys on Zoom. And a big shout-out and a thank you to everyone who joined us for the podcast we did over on Patreon.com slash ManagingMadrid this week on Wednesday night. Uh, Matt Wilty and I discussed contracts and our thoughts on Haaland going to City and what it means for Real Madrid's ability to sign him in the next 4, 5, 6 years or so. Probably 4 or 5 if it's going to happen. And we also just discussed uh, Ferland Mendy's situation, the depth chart in the defensive line next season, the idea of Marcelo wanting to stay for one more year, what to do with Vallejo, and so much more. So that was on Wednesday night and then on Thursday, which is last night now, Uh, We did a two-parter. Part one, Matt and I broke down the Levante bloodbath. And then part two, Lucas and I did the mailbag. So both of those episodes are over on Patreon.com slash ManagingMadrid. So if you're missing shows and you think we're not doing enough content, it's probably because you just don't know about it. And it's over on Patreon.com slash ManagingMadrid. Not everything is for free. But we do as much as we can for free. So uh, let's start with some news today about Eden Hazard, a report in Marca, which states... That Hazard will probably play against Cadiz this weekend. And that he's feeling really good. He has no intention of leaving the club. He does not even want to entertain the idea. He has no intention of facilitating a move away from the club. And he wants to stay. And uh, the the word on the street is that he's feeling better since removing the plate from his ankle. Because that was bothering him to a, a very high degree before the surgery was made. And now it seems like he's feeling a little bit fresher. He's ahead of schedule now with his recovery. So it'll be interesting to see what he looks like against Cadiz. And, and uh, we obviously know that he's going to be with the Belgian national team for the UEFA Nations League. We'll monitor that. If he is to stay, which is definitely on the table, I, I think Riamjad will still try to find a suitor for him. But there's a realistic scenario that he does stay because it's going to be hard to find a suitor for him. And if he does, your depth chart next season is going to be something like Hazard, Vinicius, benzema mbappe rodrigo and i guess probably Asensio for so six positions there um so we'll see how it goes i don't know these are i'm really basically just telling you news these are very my thoughts aren't really uh well thought out about this particular subject just that i'll be curious and uh just to see what it looks like and i have high doubts i'm very skeptical but I guess I'll at least entertain the idea of maybe he is feeling a little bit better with the plate removed from his ankle. Next up, as Matt Wilty wrote about on ManagingMajor.com, Sergio Arribas is attracting offers from various teams in Spain, Holland, Belgium, and Germany. This guy is one of my favorite Castilla products of the last few years. I love watching him play. Peter kind of stole some of the thunder in the last year or so, but Arribas is super versatile and uh, just incredibly efficient. Vision is amazing can press, can defend, can cover for wingbacks, can play the 10, can play the winger role, can play as a false nine, can score, can play splitting through balls is a great dribbler. Be very curious to see where he goes next season. The Lone Army next season um, is going to be kind of less star-studded as it it was in previous years with Atraf and Regulon and Ceballos and uh, Odegaard, but it'll be an interesting one. I think we get to see a lot of uh, the Castilla guys moving on. And just uh, seeing where where they kind of stack up against some some high-quality footballers around Europe. Here's a quote to just ruffle your feathers a little bit. <clears throat> Obviously, Mohamed Salah hasn't stopped talking about wanting to play Real Madrid in the final. He wants it more than us, apparently. I, I don't think he's been watching Real Madrid, if he thinks that's true. Um, today, he also said in an interview with Bian. he said, I remember the last Champions League final against Real Madrid as if it were yesterday and he's very looking, uh, fo- very much looking forward to the final, one thing that I just thought was kind of hilarious, to be honest. Quote, if you compare me to any player in my position, not only in my team, but in the world, you will find that I am the best. I always concentrate on my work, I give my best, and my numbers are the best proof of my words. End quote. Enough. I don't want to hear it. Enough self Uh, self-proclamation. You don't give yourself those labels. Let the football speak for itself. Let the people decide. And I don't want to hear this, uh, just putting yourself on a pedestal. It's fine if you want to believe it. Keep it to yourself and prove it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And on that note, I wanted to give you some Vinicius praise. I think there's a real big case right now that he is, first of all, it's no there's no debate. He is the best winger in La Liga. There's also no debate to me that he's the best winger in the Champions League. Does that make him the best winger in the world? I don't know, but it's just worth the enter- the, the thought exercise. Here are some numbers. <clears throat> and this is great because it's on the back of his hat-trick against Levante. Second in the league in progressive passes received. First in the league and carries into the penalty area. First in the league and carries into the final third. First in the league in progressive carries. First in the league in progressive carrying distance. First in the league in goal creating actions. Second in the league in goal creating actions per 90. First in the league in players dribble pass. First in the league in nutmegs. That's just a fun little statistic. First in the league in shot creating actions per 90. First in the league and shot creating actions. Third in the league and passes into the penalty area. Third in the league and key passes. Um fifth in the league in XG, and obviously in so many, I I just kind of can go on, second in the league in goals, like what the hell, second in the league in goals and assists, we all know who number one is, Um, just an incredible season, and the numbers back it up, the eye test backs it up, maybe he went through a little bit of a dip, but considering this is still far from the peak of his powers, we got a player on our hands, man. And uh, I'm really excited about his future. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, a couple things that uh, I just wanted to mention that are not really news, but just on my mind. And what we can wrap it up with these two items and keep it to under 10 minutes, I think. Obviously, Karim Benzema um, tied Raul's goal tally. 323 goals. He is... Still, well behind Ronaldo, and I don't think he's going to He's going to catch up to Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, if he did, God help us all with where we rank him. But as you guys know, uh, I've accepted about a year ago that he surpassed Raúl. That's that was really hard for me to accept. Not that because I don't like Benzema, be, because Raúl was my idol growing up. But it's no, it's no contest for me now. Benzema is better than Raúl. Maybe there's some discussion there about Raúl's absolute peak where he was from 1999 to 2003, that era where he was really incredible, would put the team on his back, even before the Galacticos became a thing, before Zidane and Figo arrived, he would put the team on his back. Incredible player. But he really cooled off from 2003 to basically until the day he left Real Madrid, although he did have a couple of seasons at the end which were respectable. Benzema's gone the opposite way. He just aged better and better and better, and he's at his peak now. The impressive thing about tying Raul yesterday was that he scored 323 goals in 141 less games. If that math isn't correct, forgive me. I kind of did it on the spot. I didn't double check it. But if it's incorrect, it's like by two or three games here and there. But it's an unbelievable, remarkable statistic. It's been an absolute pleasure seeing this guy grow over the years. I'm mind blown. I didn't expect it. I don't think anyone did, um, and I think only Pushkas is ahead of him now. Pushkas, um, and I'm not sure like what if if he won. The thing is, if if Benzema goes on to win the Champions League this year, it kind of is down to him. I mean, we can talk about the uh, the help that Vinicius has provided, the amazing work off the bench from Kamavinga and Rodrigo the heroic defensive interventions by several players, not least Thibaut Courtois. But this is basically the Benzema season where he put the team on his back and won us the Champions League. And even if he doesn't win the Champions League, I'm not going to even hold that against him. He's got us here. But if he does somehow win the Champions League and it's not, obviously we're in the final now, so anything could happen. Uh, I think we really got to evaluate where we put him. I'm not sure how I would I'd have to think about it a little bit for sure, but if you look at his goal scoring ratio, um, he's at point five four for his career. No one's gonna catch up to Ronaldo, which is who has over a goal per game, which is just absurd. Pushkas is at point nine two. So although he has less goals than Benzema, uh His goal-scoring ratio was incredible. Plus, he has five Champions League titles. And he did it all after the age of 31. But if Benzema wins um, the Champions League this year, I might have to put him ahead of Pushkas. And that kind of breaks my brain because right now I have Pushkas as the third best player in club history behind Di Stefano and Ronaldo. And I just don't know what to do. I have to think about it. This is all raw, unfiltered thoughts. So take it with a grain of salt. But as a thought exercise, it's kind of blowing my brain. I have to think about it. And as you guys know, I'm writing a book about Real Madrid. It's been taking me, I think like I'm in year four, and I'm halfway done. It's an unbelievably big book. It's basically the size of an encyclopedia when it's all finished. No player has jumped up the rankings more than Karim Benzema, and it's kind of breaking my brain how much I've had to rewrite certain sections of my book. Uh, so, so yeah, as you guys know, I'm ranking almost every player in Real Madrid history, so it's a lot of work I'm watching games from every single era, as many games as I can possibly watch. I'm watching them to rank it properly, so it's not a half-ass, like, you know, just out of my ass ranking. It's literally the most um, <clears throat> accurate uh, ranking I believe it's going to be that anyone's ever made about the club's players. And it's breaking my brain how much Benzema has shot up the rankings in the last three years. So is if he wins the Champions League, I really have to think about what's where I'm going to put him. Last one. Just a note on how much I love this team. And I don't mean that in like just a fan way. Like, yeah, I love the team. I mean I love this team in particular. The one this season. There was a video that uh, Real Madrid, I think, posted. Or somebody posted. I saw it of uh, Carlo Ancelotti inviting Edna Militao to sit beside him as the assistant coach, and they were all laughing and having a good time. This team has been so unified to the point where I think it might be the most unified team in, that I've ever seen. So I've been watching Real Madrid since 1998. I've seen a lot of drama come and go. I would say like there have definitely been seasons where it was incredibly unified. Um, probably like 16, 17 maybe, the Decima year, and some years in between. Zidane obviously did such a good job, but this one from like top to bottom, it's almost like stainless. The only thing that's really kind of um, maybe dragging a little bit of it down is Gareth Bale, but he's not even involved. And even Eden Hazard, who has failed, is a good guy. Like he's not causing problems. Everybody likes him. And the players who aren't playing, they're not causing problems. Marcelo's the first guy who's supporting everybody. Like, there was this whole thing in the fan base of, you know, Rodrigo versus Vinicius. By the way, if you want, I don't know if there, if you guys are aware of this, but there's a dark place in Twitter where there's like Rodrigo versus Vinicius debates. You have to go, it's like the dark web basically, but it exists. Um, between those two players, there's nothing but love. And you can kind of see it in that slow-mo, beautiful, cinematic experience of... I think it was... I saw Bleacher Report post the video. I don't know if they created it or whatever. But the video on the scenes of Vinicius going over to Rodrigo after Rodrigo saved us in the Champions League after the City game. Kissing his forehead, hugging him, embracing him. They're both like crying in each other's arms. There's something special about this team. I can't put my finger on it exactly Other than that, other than that it's just beautiful it's it's a really really lovable team and that's how i'm going to end this episode just by saying i love this team so agree or disagree with me about anything i say but i'm going to sign off by saying i love this team and hopefully you can relate to that one all right uh so tomorrow night the mumbai podcast will be probably uploaded for free sunday night we're going to upload the Kadi's game for free and then uh, I guess we have more content over on patreon.com. Keep it locked on the website as well, managingrid.com We've got a lot of features coming out. I'll have a new column up in the next few days. It's been about a month or so since I've written something. Uh, but I've just been focusing on other deadlines and doing a lot of video and, and audio content. So, But I'll get something written up pretty soon. And uh, until next time, keep it safe. Have a great weekend. And hala